Ah, snap. Technical difficulty. Well, you know, part two of episode two, I had to run outside and make sure the cable guy wouldn't turn off my cable because I <laughs> had to remember. But no, nah, he wasn't out there. I didn't have to shoot nobody today. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's a lot of leadership things to do. We can just jump right back into it. Um, which, uh, where I left off was asking you, how do you adapt to change a slob to become more effective? And you were telling us. Oh, but yeah. So like, uh, in my book, like how I have it written, be on the lookout, by the way, reformations of change is my book. Uh, and it talks about like change and, uh, going into leadership styles. But uh, one of the things that I emphasize is that, you know, uh, a lot of the time people come in and just groove the, the you know the uh, organization and so you know if they're like considered to be high speed or you know super motivated to get work done but then the organization isn't uh super motivated to get work done and they're the complete opposite do you go to where they are or do you bring them to where you are and you know it's just like the survival of the fittest the strong will survive and so uh as to my understanding and to my belief and how i've always done it is that, you know, if the organization or the team that I'm working with isn't, you know, at that maximum efficiency or the maximum effectiveness, then I'm going to get them, you know, it's my job as a leader to get my team to that, you know, that level of maximum uh, effectiveness and efficiency. Well, speaking of adaptability, the whole world knows on, what, April 7th, I believe, 2018, that Syria used their chemical weapons and basically use their own people as test dummies for it well we're on a leadership thing and and we have a leader of our country uh and everyone knows that his leadership style is you know a little different than most really i think we'll say different than all um decided to shoot 103 precision missiles at the area of where the syrian dictator kept his chemical weapons well how do you feel about that you're you're in a position. What do you think? Well, having that, I'm uh, uh, kind of sort of barely almost in that region. Uh, you know, I felt as though, you know, it's happened before where uh, Syria got uh, bombed or the decision of a U.S. president to uh, bomb uh, further actions. But uh, in the in the greater look of it, uh, we work with the United Nations and so the Council of All the Nations. And as we all know, and so basically they stand for uh, like, you know, humanity and they work on humanity's greater good. And so what Syria did was not for, you know, the greater good of humanity, but, you know, for whatever reasons, they decided to say, hey, let's injure our people. And so the United Nations, along with the, you know, the uh, coalition of other countries, uh, decided to say, hey, you know, uh, we're going to reprimand you for these actions. You know, you don't do that. So here's some nice missiles for you. And they got what they got. I agree with it. Well, what about, you know, the stigma of why would we start World War Three if Syria wants to bomb their own people? Who gives a damn? Let them bomb their own people. And that's, that's where not our business. Yeah, that's where the United Nations comes into play. You know, <laughs> they're the United Nations, like the world's council. You know, they work in the greater good of all of humanity, not just my country, uh, like, you know, they do and uh, like the current uh, administration's doing with the uh, to make America great again, you know, uh, the United <laughs> Nations isn't just to make a one or two countries great again. The, you know, the United the United Nations works on the greater good of all the people uh, like uh, uh, that are in the Council of the Nations. And so, you know, uh, you know, if you listen or if you look at it, like the people who voted for and were against it, uh, 
to my knowledge, there were only a uh, handful under five countries that disagreed with the action. So if there was to ever be a World War Three against those five nations who disagreed with, you know, I'm not exactly sure of how many, you know, countries are uh, represented by in the United Nations. But uh, however many number that is against five people, that would that would be a that'd be manslaughter. Can you recall those five nations? Yeah, give me like two seconds. All right, cool. Well, vape break. Vaping is for the soul, ladies and gentlemen. If you if you don't vape, you're not living life. Vape nations. Everyone should join the vape nations. United Vape Nations. I'm starting it today. United Vape Nations. Who's in? I'll wait. Hello, well. Uh, so I have those countries here. So uh, Russia was against it, obviously. Iran was against it. China. And let's see, let's see. Russia, Iran, China. We can stop right there. Those are three major countries. I don't want to get into a war with Russia and China. What? I know I know the capability of the U.S. military, and I'd be uh, pretty comfortable, us along with a few other people. Uh, Russia's, you know, Russia and China are pretty strong, but one of the things is that, you know, we have a, a greater Navy. We have the world's largest Navy. And, you know, they might, uh, China might have, you know, the million-man army, but guess what? Our army, like, you know, in all three components, the Army National Guard, active duty, and Army Reserve, that's a little little out of a million of people right there, and that's not including the other branches, the Marines, the Air Force, the Navy. You know, that's, you know, and then also China's technological, uh, or not technological, but uh, China's... uh, Military equipment isn't isn't to par, isn't up to date as ours. So I'm I'm pretty comfortable we'd be okay. Well, if you say it, I believe it. Uh, Jamari, what's the quote of the day? The quote of the day. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry, really long intro for the quote of the day. Yeah, we got to have one of those. We have to make a reel. That's a good idea. I'm a, I'm gonna do that. <clears throat> But the quote of the day, as it reads, this is by me, by the way. If you won't stand up for yourself and actively work to resolve any issue, you can't get mad at the time it takes for someone else to come and save you. Hmm. Brought to you by Truly. <clears throat> Brought to you by yours Truly, who is not a sponsor of this segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. My audio engineer here, he's he's slacking, man. He was supposed to sit there that that sound thing we had earlier. We we're back though. He's he's in a building. What's up, Zach? What's up, man? Good. How you feel today? Great. I need you to come here for this next. You know, you always gotta be part of this this podcast, man. And when we get on relationships, I like to hear your opinion. The people like to hear it. So come here. All right, let me tell you. Come here. Let come come on over. He's scared, y'all. He's scared. So. I have a different theory, and I'm sure you and I probably won't even agree on this, but forgiveness after cheating. The first time, the second time, and the third time. What do you think? Yeah. Like, let, 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 let's just say. Are your you girlfriend married? cheat on you. Are you 
No, let's say your girlfriend. Your girlfriend cheats on you. Mm-hmm. One time. Is there forgiveness? No. No forgiveness. You broke that trust. So you won't go on to two and three? No. Nope. What if you're married? Yeah, so I would still say no. If I have kids with her, I would probably try to make it work and try to forgive her. But is that forgiving her because of you forgive her or just the sake of the kids? Sake of the kids. So that's not even forgiving her. That's just saying I'm going to tolerate your ass until, yeah. you know, until the kids get of age to move out. So your theory is she cheat once, it's over. It's over. Well, you heard it. Me? I may or may not have cheated. <laughs> so, hey, I believe in forgiveness. So you'll rather stay with a cheater? Because if you do it once, you'll do it again. And that's your opinion. I think if they if if they do it once and get caught, they probably uh, will change. I don't know. I changed. I cheated once and got caught. See, I don't need all these inspirational quotes and stuff. I'm trying to listen. If you cheat one time and you get caught, that's just like if you're in an abusive relationship. Okay. Dude, get mad at his girl. Uh-huh. Hits the wall. Let's just say next time you get mad, he won't do it again, or he won't hit her. So you think if a dude yeah. hits the wall. Or, or hits the girl herself. He gets mad, slaps her. He leaves, come back. Girl has a black eye. They start mm-hmm. talking like, oh, baby, I want to do it again. That's a fucking lie. But so does he believe that if they'll do it once, they'll do it again? But I'm sure there's relationships where someone actually got mad, went overboard, pushed his girlfriend or cheated on his girlfriend, came back, got caught, and didn't do it ever again. Right? If it was an accidental push, like you're trying to get out the way and she was in your way, yes. But what? if it if it wasn't an intentional hit, an intentional push, he'll do it again. I, but he let's not cheat. deviate and digress from the cheating. I'm talking about cheating. Oh, what if they got into a bad argument? He went out. He's pissed. He's not doing it because he loved this chick. He's doing it because I'm pissed off at my girl. I'm going to cheat on her one time. I'm going to get caught. Well, he's not thinking he's going to get caught, but he does get caught because he doesn't cheat often or never cheated before. And then he, she picks up his phone and saw that he met a girl off of POF. And, you know, it goes from there. You don't think she should forgive the man because he was pissed that day and went on POF, found a chick, hooked up with her? and Nope. No. I've been, I've been mad plenty of times. I'm pretty sure people have. That doesn't, just because I'm mad, that doesn't give me the right to go out and fuck some random strangers just for a one-time thing. Just to take my mind off her, my wife or my girl. Well, I think it depends on the situation. If you're married, I think you should give that second chance. You've been through thick and thin. This is one of those thick situations you're trying to get through. But if you're married, yeah, until death do you part. You're also breaking that threshold where you committed to staying faithful. You broke the trust. You broke the love. You broke the respect. All because you wanted to do it this one time. Man, you're brutal. Jamari, what do, what do you think? What about this? What do you think? Well, uh... You know, I, I have I have a two a two limit rule. No, well, not even two one limit rule. You know, if you do it the first time, okay. You know, accidents happen. Let's see what we can fix here and move on. You do it a second time, that's just you being le- negligent, and I'm done. I don't yeah, I don't tolerate negligence. So, so Jamari, are you a cheater yourself? No, no. I can barely I can barely walk up to like somebody and start talking and say, hey, I like you. So you're not a you're not a cheater, but if you were in a relationship, you'll allow that person to cheat on you one to two times. No, no, one, one. The second time is over. That's a wrap. I don't do three strikes. I do two. Second time, you're out. That's it. Get out of my face. Now I might be heartbroken, but if I'm truly love this person and they cheat on me, 
depending on the situation. Now, if I catch them and they've been texting since we started talking, the love ain't there. It ain't real. But if they just sporadically pissed off at me and they go out and do something and I figure it out and find out, man, I might give you that. I'm like Jamar. I give you that one that one chance. You do it again, then you're just you, over and over. That means you're just ready to cheat on me and there's nothing there. Well, see, I know you personally, and I know for a fact mm-hmm. you've been in this situation before. As the cheater or the cheated on? I'm telling you from, <laughs> from my point looking in on you and you telling me, of course, we're best friends. Mm-hmm. You've been cheated on. Okay. You went out and you fucked somebody. Cheated on them. Huh? Retaliation cheated? Oh, let me start. Are okay. You, are you the cheaty? That's what I'm cheater? trying to you say. You know me personally. Which okay. one have I been? If somebody in your relationship, somebody cheats on you, and this has happened, okay, you'll go out on one of your little websites real quick and try to even even out the score and fuck somebody random <laughs> to the curve. Hey, I gotta get my point. You've, into- done, it, you've done it multiple times. Now, once you do it, you're doing it out of spite, out of revenge. Yeah, that's wrong because you're gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it out of, again. Yeah. Anytime, anytime your partner, your significant other is mad at you. Uh-huh. I'm gonna you, go cheat. You always look for just a quick piece of bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. No bullshit. I've cheated maybe once, two, or maybe ten times, but that's in my younger days. I, I don't know if you're lying to your fans or yourself, but I know it's way that's, more than that. That's in my younger days, but now I don't believe. 21? I don't 22, but I don't believe in cheating. You know, cheating is bad, and and now I I see how bad it hurts someone. No, no, no. We're gonna keep. No, we're just gonna keep keep it PG. All right, keep rated R without names. That person is here in Georgia. Anywho, oh, so, you know, it's getting real. There. It's getting real. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to turn the AC on. I'm getting hot. No, no, I I want to I want your opinion, not to put me on blast. <laughs> he ran you over with the bus. I'll be flipping the script. Uh huh. Jamari. Uh oh. Here we go. How many times you cheated? I'm sleep. I don't cheat. <laughs> My co-host. Maybe was- when I was younger, when I was younger, I'll admit that when I was younger, you know, like in middle school, I was like, you know, I was a super player. I was dating like three people at a time at the same time, and nobody ever knew. In middle school, you didn't know what the fuck you was doing. Was well, that cheating? Yeah, I was just having fun. Now I'm an adult. Now I know what I'm doing. You know, yeah, cheating is overrated now as an adult, but in middle school, I was having a blast. So you value a relationship now that you get older and you're single. You see those people who married their high school sweethearts seem like, damn, I could have had that, but I wanted to cheat every day. But yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't got one of them. So I'm just saying in general, I could, it's both actually, you know, but cheating is, uh, I probably would never, let's just hit, hit it here. I'll never get to that number three. Ladies you and cheat on this, this podcast. You cheat once, you do it again. If your partner cheat on you, kick them to the curve, count your blessings, find something new and better. Which it he's playing devil's advocate. That's I mean that's true. But you know, it, it, one maybe two times. Me, I don't like two times. I don't know. Zach, I'll like cheat in general. But then. I, You know, because all that work you put into, you know, trying to, like, meet somebody and sending your friend to go after them and say, hey, my friend likes you. And then for them to, like, cheat and just destroy all that work and all that other crap. Yeah, no, man. So how you feel about a friend of yours knowing that you're in a relationship trying to get you to talk to someone else? 
Do you find that as a good friend, or do you say you're a bad friend, you're trying to get me to cheat? You know, I'm not. Yeah, I call a spade a spade. They're a bad friend. Bad friend. Well, what if they know you like this person before you got into a relationship? Well, it's too late. I'm already dating and committed to this person, so they got to wait. That's true. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. I'm trying to, you know, figure out. Just figure you out, man. It's just how it is. So Zach says, cheat one time, you'll do it again. Jamari said, cheat one time, I'll give you another time, you do it again. I know that's what you're all for. I ain't doing it. I'm on the same page as Jamari. I might give that second chance, depending on how, how, how much I like that person. Okay. Name me something that you ever tried one time that you never tried again. Lamb brain. Besides some stupid shit like that. I mean, you asked me the question. <laughs> I had brain before. I never tried that shit again. I don't know one person who ever tried anything one time. Swinging. I don't like swingers. You like swingers. No, we gonna put it. Let's be quite frank here. <laughs> you want to be, be put? Now, don't put this sign up now. What are you talking about? I don't like swingers. I've tried a swinging thing one time, and I don't like it a second time. I'll never do it. What again. is that? That's when you, you know, you meet a relationship that allows usually a younger stallion like myself to join the relationship for a sexual encounter. Oh. I'm guessing you've never been to a swinger party. Yeah, no. (laughs) I don't know what y'all be doing. Hey, man, you got to live life while you're young. I do. I sleep. Well, that's that's living, living, I guess. Sleep is life. Let me tell you how much energy I got. Zero, because I'm awake. It's all good. Um, I don't know enough about that. Uh, let me see. I was I was really thinking that I want to do something more serious, but I had to do it because I just saw this on TMZ. Fucking Kanye West. What's wrong with this guy? Well, you know, I love it because everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and especially when they're, especially when you know they uh they have a platform of a huge following. Oh, my goodness. So you love Kanye West's opinions? I don't say I love his opinions. I just find it really interesting when people decide to use their uh, platform and their huge following and say something, you know, that's like, whoa there, what did you just say? Yeah, at first, you, you, he's, let me not drone him out because Kanye is an intelligent intellect. He's awesome. He, he's a linguist, whatever that word is. He knows his words. He knows big words. He's smart. He has a PhD in whatever he said he have, like the arts or something. He's oh, a very he's smart. A, guy. I think he's got an honorary degree, I believe. Yeah, but some of the bad things that he do, like he started off making really good music, and he still makes pretty good music. But he, like you said, he used that large platform of "I make great music" to now I'm about to flip the fuck out, and you know, bless his mom when she passed. I think when that happened, he flipped. I don't know. If it was because of that, or I don't know if it's because she wasn't there for him to have a filter on. But like some of the things, he goes to every paparazzi and tries to fight them. <laughs> His favorite line is shut the fuck up. He says that in every concert, every paparazzi encounter, he just like the paparazzi was asking him. Uh, he was like, hey, Kanye, that was messed up. How they did you? And he's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, whoa, he's on your side. The man's like, bro, I'm on your side. What, what do you mean? He's like, it's four o'clock in the fucking morning. Get from me. Well, but I, I mean, it. I agree. If it's that early, then, you know, get from around me talking crazy. I'm trying I to go to sleep. I get it. But you chose to be a celebrity. So you chose to have the paparazzi on you 24 hours a day. 
you can't go out and have a, a, a quiet dinner with your wife anymore because you're going to have a million people taking photos. So you chose that life. You know what you're getting into. So you're right. You're right. Um, there's a lot of st- like <clears throat> he says he's the number w- number one most impactful artist of his generation. Some may argue. I mean, his followers will say yeah, but I don't think he's the most impactful artist of a generation. One because Kanye West started pretty early with some hot some 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 hard hitters, some good artists. But I don't know. Uh, you know, I was watching an interview with him. I can go on for days about this guy. I was watching an interview with him and he says, so I, well, I guess I can consider myself a fan, a follower too, because I researched this guy a lot. But he said, uh, he told a paparazzi, he was like, don't talk to me. That hey, when you, it, it wasn't even paparazzi, it was a fan recording him. And he was going into um, the airport and he's like, don't talk to me. And the, the fan was like, Kanye, I love you. He's like, don't talk to me. Matter of fact, don't talk to anybody. Don't even talk to yourself. Just, just shut up. And every, anybody you know, tell them not to talk. Don't talk to my, the people that knows me either. Don't talk to my friends or family. Just don't talk. Just stop talking. Which goes back to the shut the fuck up thing. He loves to say shut the fuck up. I guess that was his filtered way of saying don't uh, shut the fuck up. Um, Jamari, how do you feel about Kanye West's uh, comment recently about on TMZ? He was on TMZ. And he said, uh, 400 years of slavery? To me, that sounds like a choice. That's crazy. Yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was absolutely ridiculous. I don't think anybody would choose bondage over freedom. I was like, a choice, dude? Do you know? Do you know what slaves had to go through? If it was such a choice, I'm sure they wouldn't have been getting whipped and hung and lynched and chewed up by dogs and shit for running, trying to run away. And that wasn't a choice. <laughs> what type of, and the dude on TMZ, you know, he's just looking for the views, but the dude on TMZ got really pissed. He's like, I am disappointing you. He's, he's like, man, he just wasn't uh, that Harvey Weinstein guy, a lawyer. Yeah. He used to no, wait the white guy that hosts TMZ. Yeah. I believe he's a lawyer. No, I used to just see him at the beginning. He talked on people's court. Like, he was the guy that interviewed people outside of the, the courts that came on TV, like Judge Judy and shit. Hold on. What's his name? Harvey? Uh, I don't know. No. I just, when I saw him, I was like, oh, that's the dude that interviewed people on Judge Mathis' show. <laughs> Let me see. I don't know. Look it up. Let's see. If he's a lawyer. I mean, that's a Harvey Lean. There we go. Is he a lawyer? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Man, that's pretty low to stoop from studying law. To I mean, I, he's probably making a hell of a lot more money doing what he do now. But having a yeah, there's law- a lot of lawyers that use their degree and go into business. You call yeah, he went to the University of Chicago in uh, 1975 and got his uh, juris doctorate. Jeez, I don't know. Trump, uh, uh, Kanye loves Trump too. By the way, he he said, you know. Rappers used to put Trump in their their lyrics all the time, and now he became president. People hate him. I'm like, well, that is true. People used to talk about the Trump Tower and rap and Trump this, Trump that, Trump money. And now that he's president, it's like, fuck Trump. Like, jeez. 
Yeah, it's really interesting, especially what uh, Kanye said about uh, regarding politics. He said uh, uh, when he was talking about the whole Chicago thing and how he said Obama did nothing. President Obama, excuse me, did nothing. And then he says uh, black people don't have to be Democrats. And I agree. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. I agree with that, too. Black people don't have to. Why? 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 Why is this country so hung up on race, dude? Like. He should say people shouldn't have to be Democrat. Like no one, you don't have to be a Democrat. If I want to wake up one day and say I'm a uh, tree hugger, which you know I'm gonna say that, and I'm gonna vote for everybody who's pro tree hugging. That's my choice. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm black, because I'm a person with my own mindset. Now, are most of the black people Democrats? I believe so. I think but, it goes into generational politics, which is a really big thing. Like, you know, you have generational wealth and generational politics and poverty. But this one is generational uh, politics. So it's like my, uh, let's just say uh, in my house, for instance, you know, my mom said my grandma was a Democrat. So my mom's a Democrat. So uh, I'm supposed to be a Democrat. That's generational politics. But, you know, I did extensive research and I found, you know, what the Republican Party does and what the Democratic Party does, and I found that I'm more of an in the middle, so I'm an independent. And so, you know, I've done my research, and I say, okay, well, I'm not too much on the right, and I'm not too much on the left, but I'm right here in the middle, so I'm an independent, and that's what it's going to be. And, and you know what's funny about that is because my family it, are all Democrats, and then, like, when I was going to register to vote, they ask you your, politi- your political party affiliation or whatever, however they word it. And just because all I knew at the time was Democrat, I identified myself as Dem- Democrat. So when I got older and started questioning a lot more, I'm like, I'm like what is that? What is a Democrat? And then I figured out I am nothing like, well, I agree with some Democratic views, but I am nowhere near 100% Democratic because I don't believe in being on food stamps forever. I don't believe in being on housing forever. I believe in stepping stones, yes, help the people. And if who needs help, not those who abuse it and get food stamps and sell them every month. But that's where I started saying, wait, Republicans are more like this. So I started leaning more towards Republican. And then I started looking at Republican and I'm like, "Mm, I don't quite agree with 100 percent of what he say, but I do agree with most of what he say. So I feel like I'm more of a Republican, but I usually vote as an independent so i usually go with who's swaying me the most at that time yeah i agree that's like you know research just simple research nobody wants to do their research everybody just wants to yeah let me share this on facebook Uh, yeah i'm so political and you know they're they're in their house not voting and It's just, it's, I think it's interesting. Like, what do you, what do you think of like, you know, how you have, um, so you, you know how you have all those people who say, oh, my vote don't count or it don't matter. Or, you know, why should I vote if the electoral college is just going to do whatever? What do you, what do you have against those people who, you know, don't vote, but they're so, you know, political, uh, they're just, you know, political experts on Facebook, but then, you know, the political experts on Facebook that they are, uh, don't go and vote and, uh, just as a, like a disclaimer, they're not actually experts, but you know, everybody <laughs> talks big on Facebook. Well, um, 
my view is uh, let's go back to Kanye West. Shut the fuck up. Why? Because I am not about to sit here and listen to you ran on on Facebook when you haven't voted ever or in 20 years. You don't know shit. You don't. You probably don't even know what who your governor. It's funny. If you go up the street and ask 20 people who's the governor of the state that you're currently in, I guarantee you you're going to probably get about 5 or 10% of those people who know who the governor actually is. Like I, I even asked people, some of my supervisors, hey, you know Nathan Deal, which is the uh, governor of Georgia. And they're like, who? I'm like, you know, Nathan Deal, <laughs> our, our governor, the guy who's writing policies and procedures, giving raises to state employees and things like that. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. No, you don't. You know him now because I told you. But even so, it's not just little people. It's not people who are everyday civilians. It's, it's everyone. Like it's it's and I think it's more of the political system making people less interested in it because they don't. How can I say they're not as open as they should be with some of the things they do. Um, but I think they should be able to operate how they are now. They certain mm-hmm. things they bring out to the public, certain things they keep private. Hey, it's not as long as it doesn't affect me or affect the people in a negative way. Let them do what they do. If you don't like it, vote or become a politician. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat them, join them. Yeah, if you don't like it, become a politician. Screw the police, f the police, fuck the police. I hear that all the time. Why do you, Why don't you like the police? Because they kill people. Do you know anyone that the police killed? No, I've seen it on Facebook. Do you know the backstory of that? No, but I've seen it on Facebook. Man, the police need to stop doing this, 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 and this. Okay, become a cop, become a chief, and then change policy. Make fire people who you think are doing wrong. Exactly, but not they're gonna say. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a situation, and I can't disclose names or anything, but I was working a call, right? And this chick, we were asking her questions about something, and, you know, I'm not going to go too much in detail, but her view, what her her answer was, I'm, oh, my God, I'm going against my culture right now. And I'm like, going against your culture? What do you mean? She's like, you know, black people. I said, what? She said, yeah, black people, we don't we don't do this. I said, do what? She's like, talk to the police. I'm like, bullshit. I'm a, what? I'm a cop. And I'm black. I talk to my coworkers. <laughs> I talk to myself sometimes. So, I don't know. It's just, it's, and yes, back in the day, there were, there was a lot of police uh, brutality for black people. But, you know, times is changing. Technology is changing. People are changing. Those people who probably beat up black people back then were, were racist. And am I saying there's more? I mean, there's no more people like that in this world. No, there's still some. But geez, can we live in a 2018 society and not a 1980 society for a change? Yeah, I don't get it. How they they can be so hypocritical, hypocritical on their own statements. Like you know, you're saying. We don't talk to the police, but then as soon as, you know, Lil whatever, insert somebody's name here, uh, gets shot, y'all call them the police and y'all need to find his killer. And then when you, when the cops find the killer, oh, free, free, insert name yeah. here. <laughs> free. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell you mean? You just told me to arrest a dude and now you're telling me to free him? I don't get it. Luckily, the court system don't work that way. But, you know, if we listen to free people on Facebook. 
I think we'll let a lot of murderers and art robbers and rapists. Yeah, and then and then they die, and then and then, I mean they're gonna they go out and kill people, or you know more people die from drugs overdose, and then these people are saying, oh, the police aren't doing their job. Yeah, I, we can't win for losing. <laughs> we can't win for losing, bro. But you know enough about that. Uh it's just it's just funny the society there's no there's no common sense in a society sense guys listen uh jamari i've rumor on the street you're a loan collector and you've you've been doing this for some time now and and you got a lot of expensive bottles of cologne and a lot of bottles of cologne that's right my collection that's seven thousand dollars net worth that's part of your net worth too i hope you know that people you know, and I'm just going off on a tangent now. People don't know the difference between uh, how much are you currently worth or how much your net worth. People think your net worth is, oh, I got 50 bucks in my account. No, it's how much is your house? How much is your car? How much is the jewelry on your body? How much is your wardrobe? How much is your cologne collection? That's your net worth. It's everything. Like when people look on Facebook and they're like, oh, man, uh, so-and-so celebrity is net worth at $50 million. Yeah, but his house is fifteen million dollars. He got a car collection of twelve million dollars. He got uh, his business, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, their business, like their yeah. brands. They got a business that's worth this million dollars. So if you m- subtract that from fifty, they're really only copping a hundred thousand dollars in their bank account. But yep. are they, <laughs> you know? But whatever, you know, people don't understand that. They just look at the net worth and say, "Hey, I want to be that," which is not bad because I I wouldn't mind having 50 million dollars worth of net worth but eh, i don't know people yeah, i'll take it <laughs> i'll take it any day <laughs> liquidate some of the assets because i don't need to live that big and then take the cash <laughs> i will take the lump sum <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh but yeah so the cologne of the day is number 47 and it is Givenchy, not a sponsor of this program no they probably the worth too much i'm sorry they're like sponsoring your podcast. What do you? Who are y'all again? <laughs> do you know who we are? <laughs> My favorite yeah, cologne is um is by Nazaro. I love that. I don't know that one. I yeah, have to go see if I can find it. I was flipping through an ESPN magazine and it was a uh, uh, one of those scratch and sniff things. And I don't like to scratch and sniff things because you think about it, how many noses been on this. But this was a fresh ESPN subscription. So I was looking at it, and there was one of those things. I flip it open, and it said Chrome by Nazaro. Had this really good, good-looking white guy on there. It was great. He was like, uh, you know, he had a full the the five o'clock shadow or whatever, and it was looking nice. So power of suggestion because he pretty much sold it. So I scratch and I'm sniffing. I'm like, oh, that's, that smells great. So I go out uh, to Macy's the same day, um, and I bought a small bottle. It was a really small bottle, but it cost me like a hundred and something bucks. Like man, geez, I know why he's in an ESPN subscription, but yeah, that's my favorite cologne. Uh, it's not the cologne of the day, but it is my favorite. Chrome by Nazaro. Oh um, wait a minute, Do I have that. No, I've seen it. I saw it yesterday. That's right. I knew I saw it somewhere. So next podcast, uh, Jamari's gonna have Chrome by Nazaro. <laughs> I say, give me like until the before the end of the day here. Geez, he's probably looking for it right now. Um, the month of May, I am giving up alcohol for the whole month of May. Uh, we'll see how true I stay to this, but 
Uh, we're going to do no alcohol. I'm going to try to get into my fitness life because my summer is coming and I got to get this body right for it. And uh, I want to cut out. Nope. Uh, I want to cut out pork, but I love bacon. I don't know if I'm going to do that one, but no alcohol. Let's see how I can do it. Cause you know, I love my alcohol. I love to drink. So, uh, guys, you got to find something each month to cut out and it'll, it'll help you. I mean, it won't save your life, but it'll, it'll change you. Jamari, what are you cutting out on the month of May? What's, what's your cutout? Well, I'm cutting out on laziness. I need to be, you know, more, uh, I wouldn't say, uh, active, but I need to work on the execution of like, you know, following things up because I'm a really, you know, strategic and advanced level planner, but my execution and following up on it gets pretty, gets pretty trash because I like to sleep. So that is true. That is true. I mean, we're all guilty of it, man. We sit there and plan, Oh, I want to do this, 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 this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to clean that. We'll wash this. And then next thing you know, you're off. They come, you're like, damn, I just slept to like eight o'clock at night. (laughs) But you feel great. Yeah, you feel good. So you're running around your house doing nothing, but you still look good. Uh, the workout of the day is jogging. Get out, jog, do some type of cardio activity. You stimulate your heart, you stimulate your soul. Well, it's been real, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully our scared guest speaker will be ready next time to speak on. He wants to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, he pretty much said my position on it, of it's a joke, is is wrong. And he wants to give me his theories, his premise on it, his debates, whatever he's ready to come, come with, I'm ready for him. Because I have a strong opinion, and I'm going to stick to it. But change my right, mind. Right, I agree. And Jamar agrees, which is why he was really uh, big on wanting to come on the show because he's like, wait, you got to have somebody on there that actually is a devil advocate or have a has a different opinion than yours. And I was like, that's true. I'm going to get fair, you know, equal opportunity. Sure. Let's hear what you got. But, um, you know, it's it's all good. We'll see how we do. You have any uh, last remarks for us, Damari? Well, my last remark: be on the lookout for my book, "Reformations of Change," coming as soon as I get my uh, execution, get back to writing. But just a little quote for the people here is that: one second here, one second. Close my notebook. See that execution trash. Hey, man! Speaking <laughs> of your quote, your ending quote, the last ending quote you did. I can't remember the name, but um, I said he was a guy, and it's not a guy. It's a, it's a fe- wait. I said it was a female, and it's a guy. One of the two. I flipped it around. But it I was researched- Carol. Yeah, that's a guy, right? I believe so. Yeah, it's it's a guy. I researched, and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I said it's a female. Sorry, sorry, all the family of that person. But yeah, coming from my book. And uh, a really famous philosopher, uh, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom, Aristotle. I like it. I like it. And you guys already know, sense is not so common. 
Common Sense. Look up the book, ladies and gentlemen. Thomas Paine. Speaking of that, it's not a book. It was a pamphlet, technically, written in 1975-76, but it's 49 pages. That's a book to me. I ain't reading no damn pamphlet that's 49 pages. But tune in, ladies and gentlemen, to episode three coming soon. Uh, And y'all know, be smart, be safe, have fun. See you later, Jamari. Got one more. Hold up. Hold up before you go. We're not done. hey I got you. So... Uh, in order to, you know, attract more viewers, I, I am going to take a really, really hardcore stance here. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. I will argue with anyone about anything. Just like those people sitting at the, t- at the table, you know, they're like, change my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Change my mind. About, I'll argue with anyone about anything. So if you think you... Uh, your your debating skills are up to par, you know. Shoot one of us a text message or uh, send us a message on here and uh, let me know the topic. Give yourself some time to prepare. Give me some time to prepare and I'll chew you up and spit you out alive. Oh, that is a challenge, guys. If you want to directly send me a message, send me a message. If you want to text one of us, like you said, text us and, uh, you know, let us know. I don't know if I'm strong of a debater as Jamari is, but I will try. All right, guys, have a good night.